this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape reality. Open your eyes, look up to the skies and see. Are you, are you doing this for the mama part? No, I'm just doing it. Oh. I'm just a pool boy. Something is because it's easy come, easy go. Little high, little low. Any way the wind blows doesn't really matter to me. To me. Ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Mama just killed a man. Put a gun against his head. Pull the trigger, now he's dead. <gasps> Mama, <laughs> life has just begun. Mama, I don't want to die. Is that right? I don't know. Tomorrow, carry on. Oh, it sounds like we're just decided to cancel the show after right. we just decided we're no longer doing the podcast yeah. anymore. About to cry. I see a little silhouette of a man. Scott a moose, got a moose. Can you do the fandango? Thunderbolt of lightning. Very, very frightening me. Galileo, 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 let me go. Magnific. Okay. Alright, so welcome back to the No Chaser Podcast. Oh, my pocket's thrown. Oh my god. I hope nobody clicks out. <laughs> no, they're gonna love that. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the No Chaser Podcast. I'm Tim Chantarangsu. No, I'm Ricky Shucks. Oh my eyelash. I'm oh, Nikki <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, well, <laughs> congratulations, you've made it. This is the two-year anniversary of the No Chaser Woo! Podcast. We launched this thing two years ago, mid-February-ish. We need to take a shot to that. Sure, if you like. We do. We can do that. We do, because I remember when we stopped just taking shots, we were like, oh my god, you guys aren't taking shots anymore? I was like, yeah, because we're dying. Nobody said that. <laughs> yeah. Well, some, there were a couple comments of like, how are you gonna call yourself No Chaser Podcast if y'all aren't drinking anymore? Yeah, <laughs> it was there. Rick, you were never in that conversation because you established from the beginning you're not drinking. Yeah. You want to do the soju or the Hennessy? Uh, I'll Henny. Okay. I'll Henny ting is possible. Henny ting them. Um, <laughs> Rick sees the Hennessy come and he looks concerned, like I'm gonna be abusive. <sighs> you might be. I'm not. No, you look we like the type. I've changed. You have a hand. We've been uh, we've been pacing ourselves today, yes. and uh, today's been a good day. And plus, you know, like you know, like I said in a previous episode, Chia says I'm very annoying when I'm drunk. Everybody says Blades is annoying when she's drunk. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we start that now. Oh, so, so that's what we're doing. Happy anniversary. The comments, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! It's <laughs> been a fun time. I think uh, you know we got some solid episodes. Mm-hmm. And also, speaking of celebration, by the time this episode drops, I will be an official father. Yeah! Wow! A baby dad. I had a baby yesterday. That's crazy. You're a daddy now. <laughs> what the fuck? I'll text Rick, like, we just updates. I'm like, bro, so we got a scheduled 
uh, induction on the 23rd is going down. He's like, what the fuck? It's, it's <laughs> on our calendar at home. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's um, your baby and then the season premiere of Snowfall <laughs> <laughs> the next day. <laughs> so, Wait, uh, and then your birthday. My birthday March 6th, yes, and your yeah. birthday March 10th. Yes, I've been, I've been, wow. I know your birthday because every time it's like, all right, let's uh, get Nikki down here for the podcast. And I got to go to, um, like, I always second guess myself. I always go to, like, I always Google. I always go to fucking famous birthdays to double check your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Um, but, yeah, our due date was February 23rd. And mm-hmm. instead of, like, waiting for her to go into labor, like, our baby is actually uh, kind of, like, it's a small baby. You know what I'm saying? She is a small person. I'm a small person. Like, we were both kind of smaller babies. So the baby's like, small. Yeah. Um, so a couple weeks ago, they were like, we're just going to monitor. If it doesn't like grow a whole lot while it's in there, um, it's it's at a, a, like once you hit, I think like 36 or 37 weeks, the baby can just, it's, it's good to just be out of that thing yeah. already. It's walking already. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's full anymore. stash already. <laughs> so um, if it's not growing, then they're like, okay, it's better to just, let's just get it out of there. Yeah. So they're going to induce, pop her little bag. Give her some fucking, uh, some shit to make her go into labor, and, uh, yeah. I have a question. This got brought up, uh, on JK, mm-hmm. the placenta. <laughs> Do you and Chia have a plan for the placenta once the baby is born? Well, I'm gonna borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did it but say once I JK? give it back. Well, there was an article of a woman that actually cooked up her placenta and was throwing it into different food, and so the conversation of, you know, is that cannibalism? Mm. But I know the health benefits of the placenta, and mm-hmm. a lot of people are very much into it. They think it's the fountain of youth. It can cure everything, stem cells, all that other stuff. Yeah. But what do you guys think about it? So they didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I, I want to eat it. You want to eat it? I want to eat it. Chia doesn't necessarily want to eat it, but, you know, some people turn it into pills. Yeah. And um, But I was like, no. I, people keep linking me to people that make pills, and I'm like, guys, I don't want the fucking pills. I want to freaking see this thing. I want to throw it on a grill like carne asada. I want to mix it into meatballs. I want to throw it on a pepperoni pizza. Um, Definitely not. I don't think you can do that. No, you can. Yeah? Do what? You can can cook it up if you want. Yeah, that's, Mm. uh, yeah, you can cook it, but Mm. I don't know if it changes, to kind of what you're saying, like, I don't know if it changes the properties of it when you cook it. Or like Mm. the nutrients and shit? The nutrients, yeah, you know how they say with vegetables, and it's better for you if you don't cook them or whatever. I seen some people put them in smoothies. I yeah. see them turn them into face masks. I know. Face masks. Yeah, face masks because stem cells. Yeah. Yeah, stem cells super good for your skin. <gasps> and then there's people that buy them. They're yeah. literally on the market for placentas right. all the time. Yeah. Give me half, dog. Okay, no. so what do you? So want I can get my hair. Oh, <laughs> grow back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I um. So like I said, she is down to get down on the nutrients, but she doesn't necessarily want to eat it. So mm. I told her I'm like, let's do this, man, because I really want to eat that shit, even though it's you know. I'm not the one that needs uh, nutrient replenishing. She does, mm-hmm. but I want to eat it, man. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know my whole theory about like eating weird shit that gives you powers. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, ultimate powers. My wife's placenta lit, <laughs> right? So, Which is how people see it too. Mm-hmm. Yes. it is the ultimate thing you can eat. So I told her, like, okay, let's cut it in half. We'll take half of it, make it into pills for you. I'm gonna throw that thing in the air fryer. Uh, <laughs> like gizzards or something? Like, oh, look, okay, not necessarily air fryer. I've literally been posting, tweeting, 
is there any chef? Because I feel like if there's anywhere that's gonna do it, it's LA, right? Yeah, that's a fact. I was like, if there, is there any chefs out here in LA that specialize in placenta Dinners? cooking? Yeah, something. Oh, you should do like a dinner, like a whole placenta. I'm not giving food. No, I'm not giving this food. themed dinner. These are my nutrients. <laughs> well, her nutrients, and she's sharing them with Rick's me. Rick's over here taking the fried food. Like, <laughs> 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 okay, that's funny. I, I didn't. He's in the corner. I know he wanted the placenta to put in his. That was a joke, but I didn't yeah. imagine him taking my fried my fried food <laughs> placenta. That would be hilarious. He's just like, yo, nutrients is nutrients. <laughs> dabbing it. I'm like, here you go, dog. I got a nice ragu sauce for you. Thank you. He's like, you know what? I'm here, Tim. Stop the bullshit with the placenta, bitch. No, I'm gonna put it in a syringe. Come on, guys. Hey, if you're like me, then you're missing out on your workout routine and your favorite fitness instructors. You know what I'm saying? I, I need somebody barking orders at me sometimes to get things done and you can't go to the gym, it's a whole pandemic, I got a baby in the other room, I need a haircut, it's a struggle, okay? There are at-home alternatives, but they're just not the same. I've been looking for an experience that makes me feel like I'm back in class, moving with my favorite instructors to heart-pounding playlists, and that's what led me to the Soul Cycle at-home bike. The Soul Cycle at-home bike converts your home into a Soul Cycle studio, what? The 21-inch touchscreen houses a revolutionary sound system that was specifically engineered for this bike and SoulCycle's iconic playlist, okay? Your monthly membership also gives you unlimited access to the Equinox Plus app where you can stream classes from other top-tier brands like Equinox, Rumble, TV12, and Pure Yoga. You can get your SoulCycle at-home bike in just one to three weeks, and they have financing options available to make attaining goals achievable. Wow, now that is lit, okay? Now that's perfect, you wanna work out at home, you got the bike, you got the payment plan. Yo, it's ideal, bro. And me, for someone like me who like has trouble even riding a bike, I can do this shit. Get your SoulCycle at-home bike today by visiting mysoulcyclebike.com slash nochaser and use promo code nochaser to get a free pair of at-home select cycling shoes with your purchase. Oh my God, shoes too? That's crazy. That's mysoulcyclebike.com slash nochaser, promo code nochaser to get a free pair of cycling shoes with the purchase of your SoulCycle at-home bike. Wow, now that's just lit mysoulcyclebike.com slash no chaser promo code no chaser now you know for a lot of us the start of the new year feels like the right time to schedule doctor's appointments and check in with where you're at health wise but what about your reproductive health as you can hear i got a baby in the other room i'm fertile she's fertile but did you know that a simple finger prick can unlock tons of insight into your reproductive health? I'm talking egg count, menopause timing, if your hormone levels indicate conditions like thyroid disorders or PCOS, all things that are good to know whether or not kids are in your future. Knowledge is power, and when you know more, you can make better decisions for your body, your health, and your future. There aren't many decisions bigger than having a kid. But for many women, their fertility is a big question mark. Now, Chia was all about that life, fertility tests, um, 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 different urine tests just to see if she was a fertile girl, and luckily it worked out. But if you remember sex ed, we learned to prevent pregnancy at all costs. But when it comes to planning for pregnancy, it's still a bit of a mystery. The traditional guidance with fertility has been just wait and see. We didn't do that. We were really meticulous about it and it worked. But now that we have tools to help us plan and track almost everything in our lives, just waiting and seeing about fertility just isn't good enough, all right? 
That's why Modern Fertility was created. It's the easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility only costs $159 to get the same information. What? And if you go to modernfertility.com slash nochaser, you can get $20 off your test. Wow. Say it backwards. Wow. Right now, Modern Family is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash nochaser. I already said that. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds of thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash nochaser. That's modernfertility.com slash nochaser. There's a, there's a bunch of recipes you Tway can Tway putting it in mm-hmm. her purse. Yo, <laughs> tell Tway to down. <laughs> she does not know how to cook for some I think, okay, I hear oh, Tway, that would be a good video for her. <laughs> that is such a good video. So I'm going to treat it like I'm cooking like some liver or some shit. That's how I'm going to Google it. Like uh-huh. my main concern is that uh, I, I, I just clean it like it's supposed to be cleaned. Um, and then, because if, if there's no chef that's down to do it, I'm either going to just have them turn the whole thing into pills or I'm going to try and actually cook the shit. No, you mm-hmm. need to try and cook it. You need to. You have to. I don't think you could be happy until your next pile. Yes, 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 yes. Until yes. you eat it. Don't take the full half, though. Let her get as much of her pills as you can. Get you a sliver. A get, you a, get you a strip steak. Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Like a cutlet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Like a little, like a medallion. Nice little size. How fire would it be to just grind it up with some other meat. Oh, like a sausage. <laughs> yeah, if, sausage. If I just, cause, cause yes, I, I hear it, it eats kind of, uh, you know, irony. Irony. Yeah, yeah, cause it's like blood sausage. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if I just, ooh, if Organ I, meat, yeah. if I yeah. order some fucking fire ass wagyu ooh. and then blend it <gasps> with that, oh. There's nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you along, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc dot com slash Tim. Are you going to make a burger out of it? Just make a burger. I can make meatballs. Just make placenta jerky. (laughs) (laughs) It'll last me forever. (laughs) Just dry it and nibble on it. Snacks, you coming over? (laughs) Or there's uh, an East African dish called Kitfo. It's, have we talked about it's it? It's raw, yeah. It's raw. It's just raw beef. It, and you eat it make with Make a tartare out of it. Yeah, it's Ooh, essentially the same thing. Yeah. 
Okay, some placenta, kid foe slash tartar. And then you can make it extra, you know, take it to the next level, just put a little caviar. Oh, you can have a full yeah. little fancy Pop a little quail egg on oh, top. Oh, that sounds good. Oh. Bitch, I'm trying to live forever too. How much are you selling that shit for? Oh, 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 oh. I was like, wait, hold on. I know Rick needs it for his hair, but <laughs> I ain't trying to age, so let's hey, have this, a conversation. Just me a little well, check bit. Check this out, check just this out. A, just a sliver. I'll do the tartar. Fallopian tartar. Fallopian <laughs> <laughs> tartar. Uh, gold flakes. No, 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 no. I was going to say, I was going to say, uh, 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 placenta tartare okay. with her actual egg popped on top. Oh Another God. one of those. Just ovary juices all over oh, the place. Go. Wow, that's exciting. Eggs ovaries. Eggs ovaries. Hopefully I don't overeat. Damn, she is going to watch this episode with you fucking weirdos. <laughs> She's, She's like, I'm taking my kid and I'm moving back to Canada. What? <laughs> okay, is that cannibalism? Um. By definition. Yes. Yes. But, you know, if you, it is. If you're sucking your own blood, it is. That's not cannibalism. So I was watching that's those not, TED. No, it's Ed. not. Have but that's not that. Have you ever seen those um, TED Ed videos, like the TED Talk educational videos? Mm-mm. No. So you see all the TED Talks. Well, they do little small animated versions of certain subjects. Oh, okay. So cannibalism actually came up as one of them. So. Throughout history, cannibalism has been happening, whether mm-hmm. you're eating your loved ones. Back in the day, they actually used to grind up the bones of mummies because it was mm. supposed to be like medicinal purposes. Mm-hmm. And then like during famine and whatnot, you would have to eat whoever was left behind. Mm. And then throughout, you know, just throughout history, we've been eating people because we think it gives us powers mm-hmm. or it helps us. So do I think eating placenta is cannibalism? Yes. But do, do I, I think cannibalism is bad? <laughs> no. <laughs> but do I want to still eat the placenta? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try a way to do it, man. Uh, literally, not going to lie, it's part of the reason why we bought this cooler. It's to take to the hospital for the placenta. Uh, that's the placenta I thought you were going to say, that's part of the reason we got pregnant. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> but that's hilarious. That's organ cooler? I mean, we might get a different cooler. Are you uh, going to put it in a jar? Like, how so here's, that here's how it works. If, if you want to do something with your placenta, okay. you bring your cooler there to the hospital. <laughs> yes. I'm fucking tailgate party, bro. Okay. He's like, let me throw my Heineken out of here. Right. Oh, just just move to the side. How, how big is the placenta? It'll fit. It'll fit. Oh that's, ten, that's fucking ghetto tinfoil. Just everybody bring out the tinfoil. Oh, my God. Imagine I got to go by. <laughs> it's an old butter container. Ziploc. <laughs> old butter container. <laughs> that's, but that's how it works. <laughs> you, uh, you go up there with the cooler and you say, I would like to keep my placenta and then yeah. let you do what you will with it. Hi, what if it like stinks? One, it might. I like one placenta yeah. to go, please. So let, me get a, let me get a large placenta. Large. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another thing that's interesting is that you can also, um, they ask you now what you want to do with your umbilical cord. Mm. Because the umbilical cord, just like the placenta, contains like, you know, stem cells and shit. Yeah. So the option is you can either pay to put it in a stem cell like like in a like a in a bank mm-hmm. and keep it for the future when your kids get sick or when you get sick or whatever if the blood matches yeah mm-hmm. or you can donate it yeah. i heard that's why Let they keep me baby get teeth. it <laughs> i heard that's why they keep baby teeth because you can get the stem cells from yeah. the from the baby teeth and that's why parents have been keeping the baby teeth yeah. interesting that's what i heard but um, then they never use it but they never use it but i heard that that is part of where that started let me ask you this um since you brought up grinding mummy bones mm-hmm. do y'all want to be buried or cremated mm, cremated cremated, cremated. Mm. yeah 
Okay. My parents are going to be cremated. Yeah, I think. Well, yeah, my parents will also be cremated. I, I also think I'll probably be cremated. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why? It's too much hassle to bury right. somebody. So I don't want to leave that for other people. Yeah, the financial burden of all of it, it's just, you know, a way for somebody else to get money. Um, yeah. I think that hopefully, you know, if my when my parents do move on, I know I'm going to want to keep a part of them. And I think that's the only actual way to keep them with you. So. you. Okay, you know what? I got this bad habit, especially during the quarantine, of online shopping. I'm buying so much shit online, bruh. Shit I need, shit I don't need. But at the end of the day, it's shit I like, okay? And uh, that's why I'm here to talk to you guys about honey. Now, what is honey? We all shop online. We've seen that little promo code thing taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is a free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. Wow. Here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping at one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. That is amazing, okay? Honey has already saved me money on little tripods that I use when I'm shooting videos. I'm talking about some of these companies have coupons that you don't even know about. I saved a good 20%, bro. That's lit. Honey has found its over 17 million members over $2 billion in savings. Wow, that's crazy. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting the podcast. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash no chaser. That's joinhoney.com slash no chaser. Y'all want to hear a story? In a tiny apartment in Southern California, two college dropouts teamed up to create a watch company that broke all the rules with fair prices, unexpected colors, and clean original designs. I'm talking about Movement, MVMT, grew into one of the fastest growing watch brands, shipping to over 160 countries across the globe. Wow. Now, Movement has expanded into blue light glasses that protect your eyes from your screens. We all need that. We just staring at these screens all day, not knowing the damage that it causes to our retinas. They also have minimalist jewelry and more style essentials that don't break the bank, all designed out of the comfort of their California headquarters, okay? Now, y'all know me. I love deep sea diving. That's why I've been wearing their new minimal sport dive watch, and it's so sleek and professional looking that you'd never know it could dive down 100 meters deep into the water. Perfect for when I'm deep in that ocean water, okay? I get compliments every day on my Grizzly Brown watch from the new Legacy Slim Collection. It's the perfect office watch with a super clean dial and rich brown leather strap. It just elevates any outfit. MVMT watches have the look and quality of a $400 to $500 watch you're paying at a department store, but cost a fraction of the price because they were built online and own their process from start to finish. You get a beautiful watch shipped right to your door for free, and if you don't love it, you can ship it right back for free. Wow. And with the blue light glasses, you know, I spent all day in front of a computer screen, but my ever-scroll blue light filtering glasses are a game changer. Ugh. It really helps with eye strain and poor sleeping patterns, and I love the modern style of the frames. 
And just for you guys, I got a special treat, all right? If you want to elevate your look with style that doesn't break the bank, then join the movement and get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash no chaser, okay? That's mvmt.com slash no chaser. Things now where you can like uh, well, put it in a teddy bear yeah, or, or files. Or, yeah, or, or even grind it into a diamond. Yeah. Snort it. Oh. Snort it. <laughs> I love you, mom. Just season your chicken with it. Oh, oh you're pussing up. I saw up. a damn TikTok video and I know it's fake, but it was like, my husband died two weeks ago and it's like a cup of milk and it's like making pop cocoa and it's like putting it inside. <laughs> say milk again? <laughs> milk. Oh, okay. What did I say? You said milk. Milk? You said milk with an E. Milk. Yeah. Oh, I ate it. Well, she, she does a milk thing. Oh, milk. Milk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Alright. Uh, so it's, um, it, it, did you guys ever see that episode of um, My Strange Addiction? Ooh. Where there was a woman whose husband died. And she would. She was eating her like husband's jungle. ashes. Like this, she'd just be like. Yeah. It was gross, bro. She would lick her finger, dip it into the ashes, and lick it like it was a like fucking. She would cry. What was that? What was that fucking candy? Like a. Uh, fun dip? Fun dip. Fun dip. Wow. Or jello. You think that's yeah. real? Like that? That show? Yes. Yes. Remember when we found out MTV True Life wasn't real? <gasps> what? That's right. Yeah. Wait. And I wasn't under any type wait, of contract, wait. so I could spill the beans. Wait, what? It's we, not real? We, I thought wait. it was real. We had a homegirl. Yeah. <gasps> we had a homegirl. Let's say her name is Michelle. Okay. Right? I feel. She was on the show. True Life, my boyfriend. Maybe we don't say what the uh, whole okay, title was. Take a look at that. Yeah. But basically, Different name. <laughs> Did was not in a relationship. They're actors. Yeah. <gasps> it was fucking fake. A lot of that shit's fucking fake. Like there was episodes of um, someone hit me up for an episode of Parental Control one time. Mm-hmm. And if you guys, do you guys remember that show? Yes. Nope. Okay. I do, yeah. Parental Control was, uh, let's say I'm dating a girl, but her parents hate me, yeah. mm-hmm. and her parents get to pick another guy for this girl to date to see mm. if she likes him better than me. Mm. Okay. <gasps> so there was an episode. Oh, I was approached years ago, probably before a while now even, to, I was like, they were like, would you be down to do an episode of Parental Control? And I was like, oh, honestly, I don't know if my parents would be down for this. You know, my mom's English isn't amazing, you know? And they were like, oh, okay, well, like, they don't have to be your parents. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, do you have uh, any relatives that maybe could pretend to be your parents? And they were like, and it was literally... It, it, it all kind of came down to it doesn't even have to be a real girlfriend. It doesn't have to be a real parent. Yeah. It was a no. whole thing. Yeah, yeah, bro. Even the freaking judge shows are fake. Mm. I didn't know that I at all, but I, I've seen a girl <gasps> in her reel <laughs> posting clips of her on some fucking court show. And it was all staged? Yeah, different name and everything. What? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck oh, is going on? I seen a comedian talking about this white guy that was on a divorce court show and his wife was black. And that was one of the guys that stormed the Capitol. And this guy, yeah! So if it's all fake, then he was just an actor doing the whole, like, that. Sh- this shit is they just... They hired actors a lot. They hired yeah. actors a lot? Oh my goodness, we got behind the scene commentary. It's <laughs> 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 so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that he just had to let us know. He like, oh. like you didn't know these fuckers were fake. I mean, what? it's definitely like, I, you know, especially working in like the industry, mm. you, you begin to you pay attention to shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. So there was episodes of like Love and Hip Hop that I would watch. Oh yeah. And where it's like, like, oh, how is this restaurant empty? Exactly. Yeah. Or even like 
How are they arguing in a strip club with all the all lights, lights on? on. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? And you also learn, you know, because, you know, doing this shit, you learn that there can be music in the background. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're in a strip club with no music, lights yeah. turned on. Mm-hmm. There's a, probably a stripper back there dancing to no mm-hmm. music To nothing, right yeah. I remember yeah. when The Real World was filming in San Francisco. Mm. And I was working at Infusion at the time. And everybody gets the heads up that, okay, they're going to have some of the cast members coming in. There's going to be a film crew. You have to sign your waiver to mm-hmm. be on camera and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And there would be certain moments where lights were on in certain areas because mm-hmm. that's where they were filming. But for the most part, everything that was happening wasn't as staged like the, i mean the, real world were, pioneered that shit they so. like mm-hmm. yeah but they were like party of course because you're out you're getting drunk and there's you know mm-hmm. they would go and film scenes somewhere else or yeah. they would actually follow them but for the most part that shit was like real there was no stage shit like yeah. lighting like yeah you'll see certain places but everybody it was a regular night at the club yeah so when i saw like the love and hip-hop stuff i'm like how are they even doing that yeah. because we really had the weight like none of us knew we showed up to work and we were mm-hmm. like oh so we're gonna possibly be on camera then you see all the extras trying to <laughs> oh my god do you want <laughs> there was this there was this um someone posted a tiktok of an extra on some show <laughs> he was in the background like eating eating face shit cooking face <laughs> shit but there was nothing in the bowl yeah. <laughs> like going in extra uh, so uh, if there's funny. any reality show I would have believed to be more authentic it was like the real world because yeah. they were doing it before reality TV was even a thing yeah you know? and it was better to catch them super fucked up that's why those environments and getting on those <laughs> shows <laughs> getting on those shows was scary because they really wanted to see you at your fucking worst like, yeah they were trying to catch you fucked up and drunk and they were pumping all the alcohol that night their budget was insane it was literally like bring them whatever they want oh. yeah. yeah so we were just bringing out bottles and doing shows and oh. they were all just getting super fucked yeah. up when they were filming in san francisco they had a good time yeah yeah i i signed a buna murray contract buna murray is the production Brumier. house that huh a Buna Murray. Buna Murray. Buna Murray. Rick's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it wrong. He heard it wrong. But anyway, I signed the contract, but this was after I got fucked in a different contract, so I read everything. And my contract had nothing to do with reality TV, but it was the same contract. And the shit they were saying in there, like how basically you give them the control to edit you any way they want to. And I'm just like, damn. So. All of this conflict we be seeing is like, they probably just made the shit Bro, up. Bro, what you about to say? I'm gonna go first. I'm so <laughs> I said I'm gonna go first. So I was talking to a girl that was on a reality show, a very popular reality show, and she said, this is how deep it gets. Mm-hmm. She said they took a snippet of a phone conversation mm-hmm. where she was arguing with a homegirl or a cousin, mm-hmm. and they took that soundbite and played it over another conversation where she was talking to her man and made it seem like she was arguing with her man. Completely different conversations, different days. That's perfect because I was reading about how some producers of reality shows had to contemplate their whole career after Mm -hmm. filming it because they watched them ruin people's lives. They literally were purposely putting them in situations like so you have a fear of like you're claustrophobic Mm. so we're gonna put you inside of this box because Mm -hmm. we have to exploit your fear and then dealing with husbands and fiancés and boyfriends they were putting them purposely in situations (laughs) to get them to break up with their people in real lives and they did it all on purpose that reminds me of (laughs) super funny and sad episode of America's Next Top Model where this girl 
she started off kind of nerdy, but she was like a pretty face, you know what I'm saying? And um, she was in this situation. It was like they brought a whole bunch of male models in to party with the with the models that were on the show. Mm -hmm. So everyone was in the hot tub drinking. She was drunk, and she ended up having sex with this dude. But she had a boyfriend back home. Mm. So then she felt all guilty. <laughs> so she's on the phone with her boyfriend, and she's like, "I did something bad." He's like, and the guy. This was the funny part. So him on the other end of the phone, he sounds all like. What did you do? <laughs> so he's like very whiny dude, right? Mm -hmm. She's like, what's the worst thing I could have done? And he goes, you had sex? <laughs> so bad. And she's like, no. And he's like, no. And he's like crying on the other side. And it was funny, bro. Oh but it was sad. It was so sad. I just watched Bling Dynasty. Oh, yeah. How was that? Um, I watched all of it. I liked the way it was shot. It's literally shot the exact same way as uh, Shaw's A Sunset. Okay. It's shot very similar. Do you know what Bling Dynasty is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but there is one scene when they're in Paris and the boyfriend is blowing <laughs> her phone up like, I can't believe you left me. But like, you know this scream where you're just completely irrational and it's to the highest yeah. you can yell? Mm -hmm. This guy is screaming on the phone. This girl has it on speakerphone. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going, do you not know right. that this is fake after seeing this? And I was like, this is the first episode. How mm. are you already doing that? But if you could be famous mm. for being that guy, <laughs> would you do it? Well, no. it's funny that you bring that up, Nikki Blaze. <laughs> because when I was younger, I loved the real world. I loved road rules. And it was going to be one of my goals to be on the real world. I always wanted to be on the real world. I thought... I never see Asian dudes on here. No. I'm gonna fucking rep for my cool Asian dudes. I'm gonna be on the real world, right? And then I got older and I realized I wanna be an actor. You know what I'm saying? I wanna do like actual scripted film shit. If I do a reality show, that's gonna stay with me forever, yeah. right? Yeah. So I was like, I'm not gonna do the reality shit. But doing the YouTube shit, doing like, you know, just fun videos, I had a meeting with Buna Murray, Bruna Murray. We're just, you know, just uh, we're having this meeting, just kind of getting to know each other. One of your standard, like, hey, this is who I am, this is who you are. Let's find a way to make something work, whatever. And then I told them, like, yo, you know what? I really wanted to be on Real World when I was younger. And they were like, you would have totally got casted. We would have totally casted you. <laughs> they were like, you would have totally got on. And then I was like, oh, how interesting. And then they told me the story where Kesha, the yeah. pop mm -hmm. artist. Yeah. They were like, you know what's funny about Kesha? She was gonna be on The Real World. And then a week before her season started filming, she called them up and said, never mind guys, I'm gonna try and go be a pop star instead. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I wouldn't say one of the best decisions. She's been dealing with a lot with that stuff. Yeah. But, but it was such a, that's crazy. Yeah. Isn't that it, yeah. it sucks though, and I don't wanna like talk too much shit about people, but I, I see a pattern with people who do reality tv and they they kind of pick you based on yeah certain, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cer I, certain deficits right. <laughs> let's say that not saying that that's why they will go pick you i think but, they were going off I of your auditioned. coolness yes, yes. Yeah, I auditioned yes. for america's next top model oh how, really? i did clearly didn't make it <laughs> 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 look at where we're at but no. it's probably because you were saying at, yeah. that, at that time and i remember wanting to model and that show is to a lot of us, like, mm -hmm. that's the fucking show. You yeah. get it, they're speaking our language, we understand all of it. You want the transformation, you mm -hmm. just wonder what that would be like. Yeah. I remember I auditioned. They would've cut all your hair off. They would've. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, pro I probably would've cried then. 
then I would have been one of those girls. Oh, it would have worked on you though. Your cheekbones are good. Yeah. Yeah. That would have kept you on crying. Kept me crying. <laughs> but after that, after I did that experience, there um, a lot of the people that I was working with when I started modeling after that were like, you should do reality TV. Mm. And for the same thing that Tim said, I was like, I cannot. I'd be ruined. Yeah. And mm. the one thing that I always remembered, I was like, holy shit. My dad would kill me. All I could think about is how much they drank mm. and the dumb shit I was already doing. And my dad used to always say, don't embarrass me. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's the only way we're going to get around this because as soon as I get on the camera, it's a fucking wrap. Yeah. Dude, um, speaking of them wanting drama, The Amazing Race, I just remember this, The Amazing Race <laughs> contacted me and Chia. They hit us up. The couples edition? It was just it was just a season, it, and this wasn't even when they did like the YouTube digital season because they had a season where it was all just like YouTubers and digital people. Mm. They hit us up before that, and they were like, "We'd love to have you guys on the show. Just submit an audition." So we made a cute ass audition tape, cute ass audition tape, and then we're like, "We love it. Can you just fill out this this questionnaire?" I said, "All right." Mm. We filled out this thick ass questionnaire, which asked you, "What do you guys argue the most about? Mm-hmm. What do you feel is your?" Um, biggest issues with each other, shit like that. And Matt, we were low key fresh at this point. Um, like we've been together for maybe a, a couple years, and we were like, to be honest, and I, you know, if I really wanted to be on it now, I would have. I realized what I did wrong because mm. we were answering all the questions like. To be honest, we don't really argue about oh that my much. God. Yeah. We, you know, we find a way to figure out situations. We talk about shit, and then after they hit us up, mm. after we sent that shit, they were like, "Actually, you know, we don't really have spots open." I'm yeah. like, "Bruh, <laughs> you right. came yeah. to me." I had they them reach the out drama. to me, mm. and during that time, the person I was with, when we got to the questionnaire, came before the video did. Mm. Mm. I read the questionnaire and was like, oh, we're breaking up. <laughs> as soon as I started looking through the questions, mm. because we would have been the perfect fucking drama couple. Ah. Mm. All those answers, I couldn't even pretend that we were <laughs> getting along at that time. <laughs> I saw the questions and was like, we're not doing this. Nah. Really? Yeah. I didn't even tell him, because when it was coming in, because they were casting and they're like, Do, are you in a relationship? This yeah. would be great. They were shooting a lot of the couples at that time. They were specifically looking for a couple. Mm-hmm. Once I saw the questionnaire, I was like, oh, I'm gonna be single. Yeah. And there's no, there was no way in hell. Because you just knew they were no. gonna put your relationship mm-hmm. through the oh, ringer. We wouldn't have been able to handle it at all. We would have been <laughs> fucking gold for reality yeah. TV. And I was like, not today. Yeah. How funny. You really have to be one of those people who just say, I wanna be famous yes. to be on reality. Yes. You can't have a, a specific goal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. And to answer a lot of people's questions, uh, I get questions about this all the time, and I've, I've addressed this in a video, but let's talk about it now. Um, is Wild and Out scripted? Wild and Out is not scripted, but here's what they do, and I tell people this whenever they ask me. Um, Wild and Out, you know, because of course it is a television show, um, so we are prepared to an extent where we only play like we play three games every episode in the Wild style. Mm-hmm. There's probably only like six actual games they keep on rotation. So they'll tell you beforehand what game you're playing mm-hmm. the next day, what team you're going to be on, who's going to be on the opposite team. Right. So you have the chance to be like, oh, Rick's on the other team? All right, is he going to come at me? Let me think of some like chubby black dude jokes mm-hmm. to have just in case, right? Yeah. And then, or some people have fucked up, come up to me and been like, yo, I got bars for you. And I'm like, 
in my head, I'm like, you just fucked up. Because <laughs> then I'm like, immediately, I'm like, I'm like scanning up and down. Here's what I'm going to say next. And where they double fuck up, fucking Tonio Skits, he would be like, this is what I'm going to say to you. <laughs> I'm going to say this. What you think of this? I'd be like, that's cool. And I'd walk Good off. One. And I'd walk off, I'm like, Kill his ass. <laughs> and, and, and the games, we had no idea what you guys were asking us. Right, right, right. We had right. no idea what the hell was going on. You just sit mm. on the couch and play your part. And Nick describes it like this. Nick describes it like when you go into like a football game, you have your playbook yeah. of plays, of plans, you know what I'm saying? But there's no telling which way it'll actually go. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I tell people, it's, it's not scripted. It's just like we kind of know essentially what's going on you, yeah you're you know you have your options yeah you have your audibles you have your different things that you can run i mean i think football's a good one. And, and and also you know you y'all gotta realize is um we shoot for like two hours and they cut it down to 20 minutes yeah. we'll be like how do y'all do that without fucking up i'm like oh trust me we do fuck up yeah they just cut all that out <laughs> and by the, like my third season i stopped getting nervous because i was like if this joke doesn't land i know they're just gonna cut it so yeah. i'll just be out there like saying some <laughs> bullshit like, be like hopefully this shit hits yeah, let's you know? see if it works yeah i don't understand why people love the drama so much though but it's the same with radio radio it's purposely <clears throat> driven based off of listening the amount of time people listen yeah. so what they've noticed is that people love relationships mm -hmm. and they love the drama. They don't want to hear the success of it. Mm -hmm. They want the deep fucking shit. So a lot of the segments are always about heartbreak or somebody cheated yeah. or I got left. And that's just what people really like to hear. I mean, that's why you got a lot of even like YouTubers, like not only creating fake drama, they got whole ass fake relationships. Bro. You know whole what I'm fake relationships. Just so they can be like, oh, she dumped me today. Yeah. Will yeah. I take her back as the title? Yeah. You know? And it's crazy sometimes because some of them are so obviously that. It's so it's painfully so, it's obvious. It's so disappointing <laughs> when you, it looks like it's not. So I don't get invested into some of them. I, I remember like the Instagram relationship. Mm. When Instagram couples were goals, oh my goodness, you just would see the how devastated people became when, <laughs> oh, so-and-so slid into somebody else's DMs. You're like, no, but he's such a good father. He would <laughs> never do that. And they really capitalize on like people liking them and liking yeah. them together, then you're like really upset. So just know that if I ever get involved in any drama, it was all to get my <laughs> likes up. That shit was fake. I never did none of that shit. Hilarious. <laughs> I'm saying it now. Like <laughs> No, but people really do love the drama. They like, love it. Um, and you know, and I think that's just a people thing, you know? Like yeah. even though I, I, I'm so irritated at fake drama, Mm -hmm. There's definitely people who I don't pay attention to that much on YouTube anymore like I used to. But then once I see that, like, oh, we broke up, I'm like, all right, what the fuck? <laughs> right. do, you, do you think it's a little hater gene in everybody <laughs> that wants to see other people's Fail. lives aren't perfect? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I need to know that you go through shit, too, because your life looks too good. Yeah, you know what? I think it's, it's not even necessarily haterism. It's even like, I can relate to this. You become more real. That's what I've noticed lately is becoming more and more popular mm. is being real, talking about the actual shit you're going through. Yeah. Because 
we've seen all the fake shit. Yeah. And then you have the people that have been doing fake shit finally talking about their experiences with it. And then the moment they do that, they're actually likable. You're yeah. going, damn, you really felt you needed to pretend to be something you weren't. Yeah. Fuck. I remember when I pretended to be something I yeah. wasn't. But it's so crazy that we can't, we have to assume that good things are fake now yeah yeah we they're not being real until they tell us something negative and it's like well shit man it's, it sucks it's like people don't know how to talk about their accomplishments like you know when you're doing something good and if you say you're doing well people are like oh, why are you bragging mm -hmm. and so instead Haterism. of being you know instead of being braggy people are now starting to be like well i'm not perfect and i'm not this yeah but on the inside they're really being like they're really trying to brag they're yeah, really trying yeah. To brag. but you can't do it like you but want you to can't. it really yeah. is i mean that's the thing too it's like it's a damned if you do damned if you yeah. do situation right. nowadays where to the point where you know even if you are trying to celebrate your accomplishments mm -hmm. you need to hit it with a but I yeah, yeah. sometimes you got you got to self-deprecate a little I, bit yeah. so I, you don't come off you, cocky right and yeah. you have to give your you have to be grateful mm -hmm. humility yeah. that's one of the hard like <laughs> man. I, said, I don't want to be grateful for shit but okay but let me ask you guys this because I'm one of them people I, I don't care for people online telling me about their accomplishments not in a hater way yeah. I just don't understand it Right, right. Why does anybody need to know? But it's mostly the people who do it in a certain way. So that's where it comes in where you have to say it like this and say mm. it like that. Because there's people who just flex mm. and they'll say it in a very cocky way. They'll yeah, like want to present it as right. ha, I'm better because and it's like, why? Why does that make you feel good? You got a you got a forty five thousand dollar watch. <laughs> Is that not dope for you? Here's the thing, right? I, I totally know what you're saying because um, I think there's a way to do it, right? Yeah. Um, and and at the same time, some shit isn't worth, it's not for everybody. You can yeah. tell when some shit is like, I'm bragging because I was insecure about this shit. Yeah. Because I've never had shit like this before because yeah. I feel like people don't think I'm shit and yeah. I need to let right. them know, right? Yeah. And then also I think it is important to celebrate your accomplishments sometimes. Yeah, it, it definitely is. I just, I think with the whole invention of social media, mm -hmm. it created this thing that sh I'm not sure should exist. Like if you, if you get a new job, that's dope. Celebrate with your homies, go out, have dinner, yeah, yeah. But why do 50,000 people who follow you need to know? So right. with, depending on how you run your platforms, right? Like. Some people feel like their audience is a big part of their accomplishments and they mm. want them to feel included. Now, with that being said, I've definitely seen people post up new cars, write paragraphs, and me look at it and go, you probably didn't need to do that. Yeah. That, was, that, was one, that was one thing you probably didn't have to show off because mm -hmm. as somebody financially supporting your car, I might feel a type of way about it. But that being said when they talk about other things in the business and you're supporting the business side of it i'm like i love to see you reached a new goal you got a new article out i feel a part of it i'm involved but then the forty thousand dollar watch the cars the unnecessary shit you start seeing that they're getting feels more like what tim was saying yeah the brag yeah well here's, here's what's the funny insecure ass brags yes. and, and here's what's funny about that too is because especially since you talk about posting for social media right, right. when it's your job specifically right. yeah is that um the thing is when you post some shit like that engagement is crazy you right. get yeah. a lot of likes on 
new car, yeah. new house, whatever, whatever. And when you get grown, like for me specifically, I was like, when I, when I like lease a car, like yeah, it, it's really cool, but I don't, I feel like I'm just leasing this shit. I feel yeah. weird yeah. like posting right. about that. So like, you know, like we, 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 we leased a little family car recently and in my head I was like, I know, and the, the dude that sold it to us, or leased it to us was like, let's get a picture of you guys, right? And I was looking at the picture, I was like, yo, this would get crazy likes on Instagram if I posted it, because mm-hmm. like, it's a new car, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it's a family car, and it's a family and the car, story. it's cute. Yeah. But I'm like, uh, for one, I don't feel like bragging about that, and two, right. I don't want people knowing what car I'm driving. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. And then, but I also did take a, but, I, but in my head, when I was at the dealership, I was like, yo, bro, take a picture of me with this R8, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm gonna post this shit and say, got a new whip, psych. And then like, blah, 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 I can't afford it yet. Cause I'm like, I know this new car shit will get mad likes. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I just don't feel comfortable putting shit out there like that. Especially like, and no shade to like, you know, like renting and leasing, I feel like is essential and it's it's smart. Right? It's yeah, yeah. smart. But it feels weird bragging right. about that. Yeah, yeah, it's like you don't own it. Yeah. Yeah. I know I had to reevaluate. So I own my car. I have a Mustang mm-hmm. and I've had, and I had the Camaro for a point in time and that was a car that was given to me and a part of my endorsement was posting about it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I had been playing around with the idea of getting rid of the Mustang. I was almost done paying it off and I remember seeing so many people posting their successful cars or you know the little shot where the girls are like, just got my nails done. Yeah. There's a Porsche symbol <laughs> yeah. like right there or oh my God, I'm just casually sitting in a Bentley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right behind my head and I had to remember that this is fucking real life, no matter what, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. that my car isn't what defines me. And if I want to get one, I'll get it when I'm ready. So I ended up keeping the Mustang, paying it off. And I will say this, one of the biggest flexes I think anybody can have is owning your own shit. And then also feeling like when I do want to buy something nice, I'll be buying it for me and not for anybody else. Exactly. And that yeah. that's my biggest thing right there. Like, I just don't understand. Right. I have all the nice things by right. that shit like i love that for people for i love that you're able to you. but when it feels like you don't think this is cool unless yeah. the whole world knows it gets weird for me so i'm right. like what what was the motivation yeah, behind the this? leasing the car thing though what more people are discussing which is great is that so many of the celebrities and the people you see popping, the stuff is given to them. Mm-hmm. Like you have regular people struggling out there trying to flex to look like the next person and they're going into debt when the biggest yeah. flex is really being financially fucking stable. Yeah. When the fact is that the celebrities, <laughs> everything, like the jewelry is borrowed, borrowed. Mm-hmm. cars are leased. Get, no, rent you know, not even leased. Rent rent no, it, they're bro. rented. Fucking rented week. for yes. the week. And then they give them back or there's a deal. Like my Camaro had to get given back. Yeah. I was going to buy my car, but because I know my finances and I really looked at it, I said, this isn't the car I want to buy. Yeah. Oh, here, take it back. But I also didn't let anybody believe that it was actually my yeah. Car. Bro, yeah. here's what bugged me out. Did you know that a lot of the houses on cribs <laughs> were not their houses? No! Bruh. Stop. Don't play. All the fish tanks weren't theirs? Dog. Bruh. Yo. No. There are a handful of MTV Cribs episodes where they're like, this house didn't belong to them. No. The cars didn't belong to them. No. Even like specifically, not even like you think of like big rappers and shit. Even like um, JoJo, her episode of Cribs. <gasps> she was like, at that moment in time, she was touring a lot, so she didn't necessarily have a house. She was just staying at like her auntie's house. So they used her auntie's house, which was like 
on some like riverbed or some shit. Stop. And they used her house. And then um, the Yin Yang Twins episode, and I remember watching this as a little kid and just cracking up at how ridiculous they were. But when you watch it now, it's super obvious how it was not their house. Cause it's like, all the decor is like sailboats and shit. And they're oh like, no. yeah, this is my brother. He picked this sailboat out here. He loves this sailboat. And it's like, bro, you guys don't like this. like this picture of a sailboat. No. Everything is like super fake. I didn't this is my that. favorite giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I know, all those home decor. Oh no, the HGTV. Oh, now I'm Bruh. looking at everything different now. It's so much of life is fake, <laughs> especially oh. on social media. And it just... And television. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think one of my biggest problems with all of this is what it does to other people. And yes. I know we yeah. have no control right. over other people, but just like how you said, you see the girls posting yeah. that and you're feeling like... Eh. And you know them. There's, there's, there's such a need and we're... I'm not doing bad, mm-hmm. right? But there are times where I go on social media or I just look around and I'm like, I'm not doing enough. Yeah. Yeah. And then I see somebody doing more. And part of me goes, I should be doing more. Yeah. yeah. Not a jealous. It's almost like you you hit a point to where you figure out your competition or where your goals are set or, or whatever. And I'm looking and but in the back of my mind, the part that's like real grounded goes you know exactly what they posted that for. You know exactly what's going on. You know why they had to write this paragraph to really explain why they got this car. Do I want to be like that? No, but it's cool when you can have that moment. And I think all of us are just trying to reach that place with social media and just like in general, our lives where we don't feel like we're doing it for other people. And there's nothing more rewarding than starting to be confident and comfortable in yourself. And I think Mm like Rick, a lot of the times, like, you embody that. You're very comfortable and confident in yourself and you don't do shit for other people. It's a facade. <laughs> it's a lie. Imagine? That's his character. Wow, he has a secret Instagram hilarious. page where he posts everything. No, he just gets home and cries. He's crying. I'm the mom. I'm tired I of being <laughs> No, but facts. Rick doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. But that's what's great because we all are coming. I mean, you know, we've been doing this for how long now? You two have been super close forever. And... With me coming on here, that's one thing that I do love about like, Rick knows Rick. And Rick don't give a fuck about nobody else. But it's admirable, right? Like you can pick up, I wanna pick up certain qualities and you learn for that. Tim, like you, I remember one episode where you told Tim like, hey, you know those comments get to you sometimes. And Tim was like, you right. No, I was like, they 100% do. They 100% do. And I think that is cool because we're still learning how to deal with all this shit, right? Yeah. Like we got thrown into technology and we're learning how to use it just like everybody that's watching. I mean, I think that's why, and that's like, to go with what Rick was saying, right? That's what's annoying about the whole like fake it till you make it culture of social media. Oh, that, mm-hmm. Like when you're in it, we know. We look at the shit, we're like, that's just lease, that's just rented, that's just fake. That's just not a real jet, you know what I'm saying? And so it doesn't affect us. If anything, yeah. we roll our eyes, shake our heads. But to the people that aren't, in that, yeah. you look at that and you and you see this as some type of like um, 
pillar that you're supposed to hit yeah. when it's yeah. like unrealistic. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think it fucks with people. Or even like the girls that are like really face tuned and yeah. very attractive and the fact, you know, the models and this and that and the third. You know, yeah. we were just talking to David and David, uh, you know, the other episode where he said, he goes, by looking at you, you have the power. See, but the problem is, is a lot of the time it's what we're projecting. Mm -hmm. I just so happen to live in real life that person that you see online and it doesn't mean that I don't have insecurities and yeah. it doesn't mean that I don't feel the same way because I had stuff I had to go through. But that's what we do. Before social media, we were projecting. We were able to fake it till you make it was yeah. a Hollywood oh, thing God. or yeah. what people had to put on to go to work or to show up. Come on, think about it. Wives back in the day used to never let them let their husbands see them without makeup. Like everybody's been faking it, yeah. one, you know, <laughs> yeah. one way or another. But it's great to see people acknowledge their growth and then start to do it for themselves. Yeah. And hopefully like mindfulness and meditation and therapy and all those things become another hopefully not a trend but something that's here to stay. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. It's, it's, it's definitely tough, though, like. I'm the way I am now because at one point I was I was almost the extreme opposite of that and I just didn't like it. Mm -hmm. So I really had to make effort to what be like like I used to give a fuck. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I used to care what people thought, what people were saying. Oh, I we made the a whole comments. Video. Yeah. The juice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I used to give a fuck about the comments. Mm -hmm. The shit people were saying. I never really cared about shit people had, mm -hmm. <laughs> but what people were saying to me and I just I didn't like it. At one point I was like, this is consuming me a little yeah. too much. Mm -hmm. Let me figure out a way to not. And I yeah. just had to decide no. But um the shit is interesting. I'm very mindful of all of that shit now. This dude hit me up. He's a jeweler. And he was like, I want to do some custom pieces for you, like some diamond shit. And I was like, I don't really wear diamonds, man. <laughs> yeah. Who turns that down, first right. of all? You know what I'm saying? He was like, I ought to be tight. I can get you a big this piece and that piece. I was like, man, if anything, do like a little goodie piece but yeah. like a small one yeah. you know what i'm saying because this was somebody trying to like get their name right. out i know right, this right. dude all right cool so he talks me into taking some diamonds right <laughs> and he's like i'm gonna I'm give you and your girl some studs and all of this shit and he's sending me videos testing the studs and they hitting his <laughs> diamonds or whatever so i'm like all right, fuck it. I guess I'm going to be the diamond dude. But it didn't, it didn't <laughs> sit right with me because I'm oh. like, there's so much shit I don't have. Right. Why am I walking around with diamonds, diamonds. around my neck? You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't have a house. Right. You know what of, I'm saying? Shit like that. So I, it felt weird, but I'm like, all right. I it's, went, went it's free. free. It's free. When I'm posting it, I'm going to say all of these right. things. Right. You already know your narrative. So the <laughs> earrings get here, and I don't like the setting, right? So I'm like, I'm going to go get these reset. I go to a jewelry store and no, I, I bought my own diamond tester too, <laughs> just to make sure. Cause you can't uh -huh. trust who gives free fucking diamonds, right? Right. So I test, they hit, he sent me a, a goodie, um, pendant, pendant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All diamonds. That shit hit. They hit high. I'm like, okay, cool. This nigga's legit. <laughs> so I went to get the, the diamonds reset for my earrings and they was like, and, and these are 
real or like cubic or something? I was like, no, nah, nah, real. I tested them. It was like, okay. So they brought out a real diamond tester. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, because, you know, when you uh, see these videos with the people with that little black brick looking little one, beep, 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 beep. It, it tests, but it, it don't test completely because right. there's a substance called moissanite okay. yeah. that hits as diamond if you don't have oh, the right tester. Okay. Yeah. So they was like, it's coming back moissanite. I was like, you dirty bitch. Huh. So then I just bought these instead. I was like, all right, well, there's no point getting fake diamonds reset. Right. So I just bought some real shit. But I'm like, what was the point of all of that? Hmm. The, the you was going to have me walking around with, with a set of moistening fake fake to shit. promote yeah. to people. You, so I would have been fake as fuck on accident. You know, there was, a, I don't know exactly what rapper, but there was a clothing line. There's a clothing line that's out, and this guy, somebody famous, was wearing, a, it happened to be a fake hoodie. Mm -hmm. He didn't promote it. Somebody saw him out in it. And the person that created the original started talking hella shit and was like, <laughs> all out here wearing fake shit, blah, 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 blah. But why is it that guy felt the need to talk hella shit like that when he easily could have probably messaged a dude? Because it's not like he couldn't afford the real stuff. Yeah. And message him to just say like, hey, that wasn't real. But you know what it is. Yeah. It's the flex. Mm -hmm. It's the you ain't got this, you ain't got that. And I think Rick made the biggest point and I really felt that more and more after I stopped being so like in social media like I'm in social media but like with the constant clothing posts and promoting companies why am I gonna wear this or buy that when I don't have X Y or Z mm. I don't own my car I don't own my house but I'm gonna drop two thousand dollars on a bag I remember I bought a YSL bag and it was my first big purchase and I've been already working, I've already was making money, but my mindset is like, I have to put money aside in order, just in case, mm. in my bank account, I have numbers. I had hit my number where I could spend. I bought the bag because I'm out and about in LA and mm. I felt as though I needed to have a designer bag mm. to socialize out here. Mm. Yeah. Because when you don't have the bag and you don't have what's in, or at least yeah. know the conversation. Girl, that's a jam sport. <laughs> Period! You cannot just be out and about without it. But I remember I bought that bag and that's still the bag that I use the least mm -hmm. because I know I bought that because I just wanted to feel as though yeah. when I stepped you out, even like who you were. I you didn't yeah. like it at all. And I remember I bought the bag and I tried to rationalize it. Right? I was mm. like, I'm gonna use this when I go to here and when I go to this. And bitch, that shit sits in its bag. <laughs> but to me, that's the epitome of pretending to be something that I wasn't. Mm. And anything I've bought after that was because I actually wanted it. Yeah. And I did it for myself, and no one's ever seen it. Mm. As far as social media, like yeah. I'll bring it out, and I think that's where you start becoming comfortable in yourself mm. and where you start feeling okay with being out in public and online because yeah. they're very different and the goal <laughs> the goal for me is to always be better in person than i am online yeah man i was i like that goal i was <laughs> i was uh with the wild and out dudes last time i was with the wild and out dudes and they had all <laughs> they had all bought rolexes recently and one of them was like uh i'm not getting specifics but somebody was like Yo, how come I never see you walking like chains with like Rolexes or nothing, right? And I was like, man, I have a mortgage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> I was like, why? Yeah. Why am I going to spend 10 G's on a watch? I mean, granted, like, okay, look, 
I get it. If you got it, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. If you got it's it. It's a yeah. different cool. flex yeah. when you can afford but it. But I'm like, for me, I just don't feel comfortable spending 10, 15 racks on a watch when I have, that's like, that's like a few months of right. March, yeah. you know? <laughs> do, do, you, do you remember when I was hell-bent on buying a um, Rolex? Yes. <laughs> so we went to a Rolex store, right? Now, I, I have never priced a Rolex before, but all I knew is I had a decent little chunk of money. You wanted <laughs> Niggas one. making money now. You wanted You get a Rolex, right? <laughs> you wanted that Roly Rolex. So I'm roly. going in there, I'm like, yeah, I'm about to probably spend like, <laughs> Five to eight thousand, <laughs> nigga. He said five I was to like, eight. Like, What's the price on that right there? On He's a like, fucking thirty-five. I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> you gotta do that, right? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, 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 yeah, okay. Yeah. Do, when do you think you'll be getting? Uh, <laughs> only thirty-five. Okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. You, what about this one? But right to be fair, those ones really got were fly as fuck. Oh, they were so green. Yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna say those are like presidential. Yeah. Because I was gonna say. Nah, it wasn't even president. It was like some fancy, some fucking Jacob the Jeweler type shit. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I was like, 30, oh, okay, yeah, no. Man. Can't afford this. No, you know, I could, cannot. <laughs> you know what else happens when you start getting into that tax bracket? It's like now you you thought you had money when mm -hmm. you realize what real money is, right? Yeah. Like you had a moment of like, oh, I'm not there yet. Right? Yeah. But when you've kind of started getting into that realm of, okay, I know the difference between a presidential and you start learning what like stones mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And then you start peeping people online, flexing and mm -hmm. doing the big, you know, big boy, big girl brag. And you're like, <laughs> we actually know how much that costs. Yeah. You and didn't get the version yeah. that well, you're bragging let, about. Let me tell you what'll fuck you up too, is when you when you start getting a little bit of money like me, right? And you, you're not there yet, but you're kind of there. And so I've been a couple, like at least twice. <laughs> I've been to some stores that I thought, I'm good here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you you learn. Grab the shirt, grab the sweater off the hanger, tied it on. This shit look cool. <laughs> Got to the front, it's like, all right, this sweater's $500. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't oh, want to turn around. Yeah. Do it. Do it. I'm like, I, and then I walk up like, oh, there is nothing worse than bruh. the, I want it. Uh, but yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm buying like, it. Let's like, this was just a sweater. Yeah. Yeah. Let, no. let me tell you. Oh, that will fuck you The up perks of being quick. unknown. I will quickly. <laughs> huh? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it said 50 dollars. Five hundred, hundred, or the. I don't understand why glasses are so expensive. I don't get it. I don't know why they're expensive. I have no idea why glasses are so expensive. I don't <laughs> get it. I don't know. But I hate when I see things that I like, and I'm like, I really fucking like you. I want to buy you. Well, fashion over got some. <laughs> right. I go like this. I want to take you home. <laughs> But I'm gonna have to go online <laughs> real yeah, quick because that. I can't. There are just some things that don't seem worth it. But then yeah. I respect those that buy what they want and wear it more than fucking once because they're yeah. real fucking people. Yeah. We, I think we've been lucky though because we we've had the luxury of being around some like low key ballers mm -hmm. that don't say shit they're they the best brian lee shout yes. out brian lee bro brian lee showed me a side of vegas i've never experienced <laughs> he before. showed us grown man vegas i mm. was like yo and you didn't come with us after after milos and all of that shit we went 
to the to the shops at, in the forum or okay. something like that. <laughs> so we went to the shops in the forum or whatever. He's looking at watches. Mm -hmm. Shit, I ain't never heard of before. At this point, I know Rolex <laughs> and Rolex. That's mm -hmm. it. So he take me into a Hublot store. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, hello. So I'm, I'm looking. I don't. I don't really like Hublots. At least mm. the ones I saw. They're they, bulky. Yeah. They it's, look like they look sweet. like Invic. In, was it Invicta or some they shit look like that? Like Nixon one. Yeah. They look like those to me. So I'm like, okay, this can't be seventy five thousand. Oh uh -huh. fuck. This this is the type of shit you're looking at. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then we uh, went to a AP store, <laughs> and them prices blew my fucking mind. And it's funny because I was looking at his watch beforehand i was like what a stupid looking watch <laughs> not, not stupid looking but i just I, it didn't look cool to was me it something you would it, yeah it was a, it was a fucking ap <laughs> so i'm like god how, what, what do you do yeah. bro like but he ain't never posted that shit right <laughs> he didn't show me that he had that mm -hmm. on before we walked in there nothing Man, they don't talk about they it. don't it's <laughs> a it's a different brag doing bottle service i see people that have to spend money mm -hmm. and i don't think most people know what that means where they have to spend money you cannot keep it it must be spent oh, yes. it's an expense yeah. they have to get rid of it so when you go to the club and you see the girls and you see the bottles that's business yeah. and when they post about it you don't realize they're they're you're literally their client like you're going to try to buy the life they have because they did that on purpose yeah. oh man uh, i'll tell you this one last story uh when I was a server at CBK, mm. about not flexing your money. Mm. One time when I was a server at CBK in Long Beach, um, I was busy, right? I had mad tables and I had big parties and I was like, okay, this big party, I'm gonna get the bigger tip. And there was one dude chilling, like with his son. Uh, I think he was like, you know, he, was, he, was, he looked like a surfer Hawaiian dude. He was chilling with his son. His son was probably like eight. It was just him, he had some flip flops on, he was chilling, I'm like, Feel like I get the bigger tip off these tables. I, I, I'm sorry, but in my head, I'm like, I gotta leave this dude on the back burner, right? Yeah. I forgot his ranch like three times. I gave this man horrible service, right? And it was just, I felt like I had to sacrifice his service for these other tables. I was slammed, right? And then he asked for the check. I'm like, all right, man, sorry about that. I give him the check. He pays with a black card. Yep. And I was like, Oh no! <laughs> I, I yep. fucked up what could have been a, probably a great mm -hmm. That's the one beautiful takeaway. I spent a lot of time in the service industry as being, you know, doing bottle service and bartending and all of that is that you don't know. In the Bay Area, especially in the fucking Bay, you have no idea who owns what. None. Mm -hmm. The flex is not the same in the Bay as it is in LA, right? Uh, or Atlanta or Florida or in New York. It's just very, very different. Or Lebanon. Or Dubai. You know, yeah. let's go through the list of places that it's just not the same. But money moves differently. And the, those that don't need to flex don't feel the need to flex. Mm -hmm. And they're probably the most regular looking guys. And you can always tell if you're in the service industry by what people order a lot. Mm. And just being a good fucking person is always going to take you way further in life, no matter if you feel like you're going to get the bigger tip or not. And you learn that by trial and error. And yeah. I think once you get to that place, where you know just being good is good enough that opportunities like that are never gonna like you're never gonna miss them mm -hmm. <sighs> all right y'all be a good person and thank you for listening <laughs> to this listening and watching this episode of no chasing podcast <laughs> thank you so much for watching for two, years. two years two years we appreciate you so much i'm uh, tim i'm ricky shucks i'm nikki blades bye two years <laughs>